0: This episode is brought to you in part by Bricks That's it Bricks For building, I guess Just Just fucking bricks Just buy them I don't know what you want me to tell you Just just buy these bricks They're great Bricks Build a house Build a wall Or just stack them I don't know They're just bricks Do you I guess mortar sold separately.
1: Welcome to the Ever Discussion (laughs) Podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order. That we talk about them. I am Simon Peltier. I'm Tom Zalatni. Today is possibly the most special episode that we've ever done. A big, big special boy. I think it is the most special boy <laughs> episode. Tom is reaching across the table. I couldn't tell if he wanted my hand or the ukulele, so I gave him both. At first I wanted your hand, but then you offered me the ukulele. <laughs> I was like, I'll take the ukulele. So the reason why this is the most special episode is because I think it's the first <laughs> regular episode that's been just me and Tom. And it is also definitely... The first episode the first end and probably if you're listening to this in the future, let us know, but probably the only episode in which I have done the musical opening, maybe yeah probably.
2: Like definitely the that. first,
1: yeah, probably the only one I like that i w-
0: you you like ended that last chord halfway
1: through <laughs> you're going to. you know humor <laughs> is all about reversing expectations Totes. Re- ec- that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it's about creating a, a mental path for something and then bifurcating. Bifurcating. Bifurcating.
0: Can you use it in a sentence?
1: Look, a bifurcating. Uh,
0: country of origin.
1: Bifurcatonia.
0: B. <laughs> I. P. H r i c a t i n gee you guys we sure do love getting donations from patreon dot com
1: slash up for discussion.
0: discussion. Uh you guys go to patreon.com slash up for discussion. You can pledge to give us whatever amount of money you want every month. So much money. Every money. Or so little money. <laughs> so much per month. Uh, and guys, uh, if you pledge at the five dollar level or higher, uh, you can tell us what to talk about one episode per patron cycle. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh today's question comes from Patrick. Hey Patrick.
0: Patrick, how you doing?
1: I'm good. Patrick's Patrick not here. This is a this is this is a, a a medium we like to call audio puppet. Yeah, we've got a we've got a little pat puppet here, a little pat pup, a pat pit, a pat pup, pa,
2: a pat pit. <laughs> I'm Patrick, and I
0: want to know what are some of your best and worst camp experiences.
1: Thanks, Patrick. That's Thanks, a great Patrick. question.
0: Patrick sent in his message via Speakpipe. You can go to speakpipecom podcast. Are we going to listen fail. to the Speakpipe now? We don't have any right now. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Patrick wants us to talk about our best and worst camp experiences, and uh, given that it's like mid-June-ish,
1: now it's good or yeah. early June. It is definitely in mid. Early June. You know what it is? It is mid-early June. It's the middle of the early June. June 6th. So we're in the middle
0: of the early June season. That's it. And so we figured now is a good time for us to talk about camp because we're getting hyped for summer. Yes. We're getting prepared for summer. Also, June 4th was the podcast's two-year anniversary. Oh. So happy anniversary.
1: Happy podiversary, Tom. Happy. So what's your best camp my best camp (laughs) what's my best camp well there's this one camp that i i went to nine years in a row nine years i went seven years seven summers as a camper not the whole summer but it'd be like a like a two-ish week uh stay away it was a sleepaway camp and then i did two summers full summers where i was a uh, counselor there so nine uh so that's nine nine summers in a row uh, and that's probably my favorite camp I've ever done. I've definitely had a lot of very, very great experiences, a lot of fun hikes. Um, I learned to sail there, and that's really cool. It's really cool when you're on a sailboat and you're moving really, really fast, and like it's because of you. Right. you know, it's, it's, it's because you're making it work. That is a very cool sensation.
0: I mean, it's a little <clears throat> bit because of the wind. You can't take full credit.
1: Well, so... But you have to do something to the boat for it to move, right? Like, the, the reason why the boat moves isn't just because it has a sail. is because you or someone or something is pulling on the sail. So if you let go of the rope that's holding the sail, the sail is going to become a flag. Oh, interesting. So the yeah. wind is just going to blow that boy everywhere it wants to. The wind, yeah. So the, the, the sail is actually, like, is on a pivot. Mm. So it doesn't just stay... Stuck on one side, so you have these you have these ropes on either side, that well at least on the so we were on like small, I guess maybe like, uh, ten or fifteen feet catamarans, little boy boats. Yeah, they were medium boy boats. Medium boy boats. Medium boy boats. We're talking like a third grade boy boat. No, we're talking like a like a twelve to sixteen year old boy boat. Oh,
0: so we're talking like a preteen to teen boy. We're
1: talking a preteen to teen boy boat teen boy boat. Um, Alright. And so the it it has two sails. It has one large sail in the behind the mast and one smaller sail in the front of the mast. Okay. That attaches them to the to the front. And you have ropes uh on either side of the of the sails. And what you have to do is you have to um keep the sail taut. So you, you keep those ropes taut, but also you need to keep them on the correct side of your boat, depending on like it like there's all the, there's you have to figure it out depending on which side the wind is coming because this the wind can be coming to you from your side right and you're still moving forward because it's all about because when the wind is blowing into the sail it's causing pressure on the mast which because of physics makes the boat go forward okay <clears throat> it's pretty cool yeah
0: but okay. it, so that's interesting yeah. so it it blows in a given direction based on yes. like you have to <coughs> you have to move the sail and hold it in a specific spurt Yep, <laughs> and a specific spirit. A
1: specific spirit is how sailors say it. Yeah, mm-hmm. sailor dialogue to yep. number one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like uh, the the tighter your sail is, the faster you're gonna go.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: So if you were to, to just let go, completely let go, you would pretty much stop. You might you you you'd keep moving, you'd drift and stuff, Right. but you would essentially just stop. Huh. So if you're, like, mad muscular
0: and you're pulling the sail super tight, you're going to go faster. Yes. Interesting.
1: You're going you're to go, that like, that's how you can go the fastest that you can. And depending on, on how fast the wind is, you might go really fast or, like, mediumly fast or maybe not fast at all. Interesting. There have definitely been times that there's been, like, barely any wind at all. Hmm. And you're just kind of, you know, I- idling. Not idling, but you're kind of drifting, meandering. Yeah. Like, you're you're going forward as fast as you are just drifting to the side, you know? Yeah. So, you just can't really determine which direction you go because... Because you're just there. Because you're, you're pretty much just there. That's but uh I, I I think that, like, yeah, learning how to sail has been one of the funnest things that I've ever done. That sounds like that a really, camp. like... That sounds like a good skill to have it's in a, case you yeah. ever need to do it in yeah. the real world. I've never done it since... There was one time, and I think I think you and I have talked about this, Tom. But there was one time that you, you, we we were hanging out in a in a mutual friend's apartment, and you went, "You like sailing, right?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Okay, we'll talk." And then we never did. You know what? You've told this story on the podcast before. There you go.
0: So we have yes, talked. yes, yeah. It's because I, I think I wanted to to go sailing. And I, I was like looking for someone <clears throat> who might also want to do that. Do you still want to go sailing? I'd be down to go sailing. Cool. We could go sailing this summer. We could go sailing this summer. Do you know anyone with a sailboat?
2: Sail
1: Like a uh, AWOL Nation. That one. This is why I don't do musical instruments. <laughs> 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 Looks like you and I are both going down with a little cold cold. No.
0: Um I just have this this new cough that I'm that I'm dealing with. Yeah, past a little while. Yeah, yeah. So, so like now that I occasionally, now that I occasionally uh, enjoy uh, a few mm-hmm. inhalations of mm-hmm. non-air, you vape. Don't uh, <laughs> well, make me sound like more of a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get around saying that I sometimes smoke the devil's lettuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Now Kale. that. I, Yeah. (laughs) Like, I got this smoker in my kitchen. (laughs) I I was going to use it for meat and stuff, but then I found out it's a good way to make kale chips, and uh, sometimes these kale chips give you a bit of a hallucinogenic, Mm -hmm. uh, or not necessarily, but usually just kind of like a calming effect, Mm -hmm. Uh, so I've been using these kale chips for my anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. to kind of numb things a little bit, Mm. Um, but the consequence of that is that I'm, you know, inhaling heat and smoke, so... Mm-hmm. My uh, my throat has been punishing me accordingly.
1: That's fair. Yeah. 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 Have, you, have you found that it's been helping? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: definitely. Um, cool. And it's not like I'm smoking often enough to really feel mm-hmm. much. Like it's maximum once a week, maybe every week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: It's I mean, just
0: enough to kind of like mellow me out. Yeah, here and there. That's fair.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah, kale that's chips
0: it. do that. That's it. So, uh-huh. if you guys have a smoker
1: in your <laughs> house,
0: try putting some kale chips in there.
1: Well, put some kale in it, and then it'll <coughs> become kale chips. If you put kale chips in Ooh. your smoker, then it'll be just a little, a little much. A little gross. Yeah, <coughs>
0: double or double yeah. smoked kale.
1: Oh, maybe, there you go. Right? Double smoked kale. Do you do you call uh, do you call your smoker the hot box? Uh so I accidentally hot-boxed the, <laughs> the
0: the sunroom uh <clears throat> last weekend because uh, I thought the windows were open and they weren't. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is this is like must be a different strain than I usually have. Mm. This is hitting me so much harder. And then I left the room, went into the kitchen for a couple of minutes and went back out and realized there was just a cloud of smoke. <laughs> like,
1: oh. Windows. Whoops. Mm-hmm. So I slept real well that night. Nice. Yep.
2: So, I am
0: so summer
1: camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've you've done a lot of them or at least one a lot. I did my
0: fair share of day camp stuff yeah. back in the day. Um specifically like Christian Creative Arts Camp. Mm-hmm. It was uh I mean it was my gateway into the church and also I guess my gateway into camp. Uh, yeah. Would you say it's God's lettuce? <laughs> I'd say that was. that was the angels lettuce. <laughs> oh man yeah it was it was always fun i i'm not a person who likes to be outdoors for long periods of time so day camp was good Shocker. for because uh yeah day camp was nice because it meant like you know a good mix of inside and out inside and out yeah i got to go home and sleep in my bed at the end of the day but i also interacted with people in the summertime did some outdoor activities mm-hmm. most of them like city-based outdoor activities yeah. but you know parks
1: mm-hmm. are parks right
2: yeah Yeah,
1: yeah. That was one thing about summer camp, sleepaway camp, is that you never really fully inside. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you are like like there are buildings and they have walls and roofs and windows and doors. You got your chalets, yeah, little little cabins. But you spend most of your time never fully inside. That's it. And like
0: if you are sleeping, you are not in like a bed. You are in like a you are on a thin mattress with a sleeping. Yeah, it's more like a cot.
1: Yeah, it's more like a military cot. That's it. You know, like yeah, but I don't know. There's something super cool about doing that.
0: Yeah, I did a couple of years of like week long sleepaway camp as well. Yeah, and I was like as many years of that as I want. To do. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I, I'm not an outdoors person. Mm-hmm. Like I like, I like living indoors. Indoor. You know. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I. There's a part of me that loves the outdoors and there's another part of me that feels like like something like 50,000 years ago, humans realized that outside is not a good place to be. And so humans invented inside. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, they, well, they found a
0: cave and they said, hey, you know, it's a little nicer in this cave. Let's
1: we should make our we should make our own that aren't as wet. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. It's it's a mix between the two. Like I I enjoy being I enjoy being outdoors, but I very. Oh, Tom, do you want a sour dinosaur? I want that orange one. Do you want the, or the last I've orange? I've been one? eyeing that orange. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that Here it orange is. velociraptor. I think it's a T Rex. We can't know anymore because he bit the head off. It looks too. It looks too like stand y to be a velociraptor.
0: What's the deal with <laughs> cavemen?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's Jerry Seinfeld as a... Oh, I get it. I get it. T-Rex. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I mean, I hear it, rather. I don't see it. They're really chewy. They are very chewy. I like chewy candy. Me too.
0: It's just not ideal for
1: a podcast. <laughs> 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 that's why That's why I've been only eating them while you've been talking. mm um, but what I was saying was that I enjoy the outdoors very much, like I really enjoy my the neighborhood where I live because there's the bike path that's right along the river yeah and if i if I bike along it for long enough i <clears throat> I can go all the way to the to the rapids mm. and that's really beautiful. There's a park there and bird it's, sanctuary the bird sanctuary exactly. you can see herons, you can see otters, you can see muskrats, there's fireflies at night. It's pretty sure a couple of those are not birds, no, but there's other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all the best birds herons,
0: <laughs> otters,
1: <laughs> muskrats. muskrats and fireflies Yeah, fireflies are my favorite bird you would not believe your eyes if 10 million birds <laughs> <laughs> suddenly attacked you mm. like in the classic award winning movie Birdemic. Birdemic. Birdemic yeah,
0: starring Whitney Moore
1: I don't know who that is
0: she was in Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> Has she been in anything else?
1: Uh, she was a SourceFed host for a while. Uh oh, no. interesting. Mm. Interesting. I yeah, I cuz I feel like if you're in a movie like that, you're either v- like really funny and really self-aware or completely the other way around, like you are not self-aware at all. Like if you think of of the movie The Room, right. Right? Like there's there's Johnny Weasel, and then there's the guy who played uh Mark. Right. Johnny Weasel has no idea that that his movie's a joke. Yeah. Right? Whereas the guy who plays Mark totally knows and is just cashing in. He's just going along for the ride and making so much money. Oh, absolutely. I,
0: I, this morning, got curious about what the plot of the Human Centipede movie is, at which point I discovered that there is a trilogy of Human Centipede movies. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, Yes.
0: And I, I found it really interesting that, like, so without going too much into plot detail, yes. the first movie is three yes. people. The second movie is twelve. And the final movie is five hundred. Oh. They they create the last one, it's like a prison warden does it to all of the inmates. Okay. And they make a a you know, all the inmates into a centipede.
1: I just don't understand.
0: I don't see the appeal, but I, I like no. the math. You know? <laughs>
1: It's a it's an elegant progression.
0: Yeah, well, because you know, three cubed is twelve.
1: Yes. What's twelve cubed? Well, twelve like cubed.
0: Little... I'll tell you, twelve cubed is five hundred. Is it really? And you can count on that math. You don't need to calculate it. It's it's truth.
1: It's one thousand seven hundred twenty-eight, which is close to five thousand. <laughs> <000. laughs>
0: yeah, I was just I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, you know. That feels like the natural progression, right? If you're going to do three to yeah. 12, it's like, okay, that's reasonable. And then if you want the the third in the trilogy to be really absurd, yeah. you definitely go big.
1: There's just w- one issue,
0: mm.
1: is that none of them are centipedes. They all have, the first two have oh. fewer than 100 peds. Right. And, and the then the last, last one, one has... A thousand, it's a millipede it has no it has more than that it has 2000 because everybody has f- 4 oh so it's a, it's a it's a 2 millipede well it's a 2 by millipede i guess yeah yeah <laughs> who would have i mean i, I feel like of all, of all the subjects we could talk about on this podcast the human centipede is not is not the least likely one. It's not the least likely. No, given yeah. our given our poop for discussion run. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. was that, that was going to be. That was in the lottery. That was we going to we were going to it was going to come up at some point. Yeah. I so are you are you thinking of watching these movies now? Well, that's what I'm wondering is like
0: I don't want to. Yeah, but I've got a curiosity. I've got a curiosity rover in my brain. Yeah, that wants to maybe take a trip to Mars. There's
1: you know, I I feel that. I've got the curiosity too.
0: <laughs> but Sorry. Isn't that the name of the other one? The curiosity. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. Maybe where's our scientist when we need him? <laughs> but uh I I'm I'm not that curious about it, you know? Yeah, I, I get that. That's kind of where I'm at as well. Yeah, is you're like, I'd I, I'd more like to know than go through well, the the experience of watching it, you know, there is a curiosity to it's coming in 2020.
0: Whoa. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I was curious enough to wiki it, but yeah. I don't know if I'm curious enough to watch it because if I watch it, I'm committing to like a couple hours of like seeing that. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to see no. that. If it's your thing, I'm not judging you. I just don't know if I want to
1: see yeah, that. Yeah, that's fair. I We're, we're just yeah. not into it, you know. Yeah. It's like *Rodeo* and *Juliet*. Some people were into it. Me. It just wasn't us.
0: I was. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I genuinely enjoyed that movie. Yeah. By the end of it, I was into it.
1: Yeah, I think like there's nothing. Um, I was gonna say there's nothing objectionable, but that's not true. There just there was nothing <laughs> terrible about it. How can the, I
0: say a nice thing about this movie?
1: <laughs> I so it it. it I've seen worse movies. Oh, me too. And there are way worse movies. Yeah.
0: Can you imagine if Rodeo and Juliet had also been a bad musical? Oh. I would like to direct your attention to Strange Magic. <laughs> I'm sorry? That was uh, Alex and I did that bonus thing. Oh, that's
1: right. A couple of years ago. That's right. Yeah. I remember that, and I remember sitting through about seven minutes of it and going, "Nah, no. That's about <laughs> all I could handle with that movie.
0: Yeah. and Which is too bad because a lot of the voice actors were great. They had yeah. Sam Palladio from Nashville on there. They had Alan coming. Whoa. And Alan going. So there's my cheap Alan joke. Alan arriving.
1: From- <laughs> Alan leaving. Alan, <laughs> Alan leaving. Alan leaving sounds like a real name. Alan leaving. Yeah, but it'd be L E E. Or
0: just L E V I N G. Right? Yeah. And everyone thinks it's Leving, but in but interviews, leaving. he's like, it's really leaving. I don't know why <laughs> you Americans can't figure this out.
1: Yeah, he's Swedish. There yeah, is. I don't know why you Americans cannot figure this out.
0: <laughs> I think Swedish is just friendly German. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's exactly. That's actually pretty right. Oh, oh man. man, what is the what is the the Swedish chef sound like in uh, in Sesame Street again?
0: Hurdy gurdy, hurdy do. Yeah, there Bork. You go. bork. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. That's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the. I have yeah. I have a friend who's actually Swedish. And, Johan, uh, I have another friend who's actually <laughs> Swedish. I have two friends. Uh, does Johan speak Swedish? I don't know because I know someone who actually speaks Swedish. Okay, and um, it's a it's an odd language, right? It's an odd language to hear. It's not I don't. Th- I think the the one of the weirdest languages I've heard is uh, Danish mm. because Danish has a lot of like guttural sounds. And so it sounds like you're always speaking while swallowing and possibly coughing? Ooh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) As a person who does a lot of swallowing,
1: (laughs) I gotta say that it's not appealing as a language. Yeah. However, 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 uh, you may know this, but Hungarian. Oh, Hungarian's fucked. But here's the thing about Hungarian. Almost all languages we can trace back to different languages and you can see where they've branched off from. Not Hungarian. But not Hungarian.
0: Yeah. It is the single hardest language to learn.
1: Because no, because literally nobody knows where it comes from. Yeah. It has no ties to like ancient Indo-European. And, like, I think Finnish is, is like, similar-ish to Hungarian. Or, like, Maybe. like I think Hunga- Finnish is a mix between Scandinavian and Hungarian. Okay. And then there's also Basque, which is, like, that... It's like a region of Spain? Yeah, it's, like, where Spain meets France. There's, like, it's right. about half France, half Spain. And that language, nobody knows where it comes from either. Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, Hungarian's uh, odd. My gr- So my, my Hungarian grandma just moved here from BC last weekend, oh, right?
1: Oh, wow. And, but uh, not your Hungarian grandpa.
0: No, well they are, they haven't been together for a oh, long time. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, so my grandpa and his girlfriend are still out in BC, but my grandma moved here nice. last week, and uh, she got off the plane, and uh, I was waiting for her at the airport, and she comes out being pushed in a wheelchair by one of the flight attendants, and I see they're chatting like from a distance, and they like both look happy. I'm like, oh, that's good, uh, yep. and as they get closer, I realize they're speaking Italian. Whoa! Fluent Italian, and I'm like, what's happening here, grandma? <laughs> yeah. What do you call your grandma? Uh, I call her granny. Oh. Yeah, she's my granny. My little small granny. What's,
1: what's the what's the Hungarian um, eponym for a? I don't know grandparents.
0: Like, my mom barely like my mom can speak fluent Hungarian, but doesn't. Yeah. I don't speak a word. <laughs> that's fair. So I didn't really grow up Hungarian, <laughs> okay. you know.
1: Yeah, that's uh, fair. Because like my my grandmother was Danish, like mm. my mom's mom. But we called her, uh, Mormor, because
0: that sounds like a Pokemon.
1: <laughs> here's here's the thing though, your mind's about to be blown. Oh, I'm ready. Blow so me. the the way that Danish and possibly other possibly other Scandinavian languages work, um, at least for how you call your grandparents, is that each of your four grandparents has a different name. Okay, right. So Mormor means mother's mother. <gasps> so is my, mar is marmore no so par, parmore parmore so my my uh mother's brother's children so my uncle's children mm-hmm. called m- that same grandmother of mine farmore okay yep and uh h- had my grandfather had my mom's dad been danish we would have called him morfar okay yeah so and it's then, like
0: mother's father yeah. or mother's mother
1: yeah so you've got like mormore farmore More far, and then far, far. Hmm. And you know exactly which grandparent you're referring to. That's great. It's really cool. Yeah, that's really
0: convenient. It is really cool. Because otherwise you've got to have, like, like if your parents are both, like, different ethnic backgrounds, you've got an easy thing, right? Yeah. You could have, like, oh, you know, grandma and grandpa on the English side and, like, abuelo and abuela on the (laughs) Hispanic side. But it's, like, so much harder if... Mm. Your parents are
1: the same. Well that was or, that was kind of that was kind of the one. thing with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the thing with me, right? Where like mm. on my dad's side it was Mamie and Papi. Right. And then it was Grandpa Ed. It was never just grandpa, it was always Grandpa Ed. Fair you enough. know, like like there there is that when you're there's that to consider when yeah. you're when you're deciding what your grandchildren are gonna call you, is are you just grandpa or are you just grandpa Tom?
0: Well, I find it interesting, like I've always called my grandma granny and my right. grandpa grandpa. Right. Like I never called her grandma, because grandma sounds kind of derogatory, but grandpa doesn't.
1: It's funny because granny to me sounds derogatory. Yeah, I think granny Be- sounds like
0: an adorable little like oh she's a little granny. Look at that small <laughs> small, small granny.
1: <laughs> but I, I feel like like granny is like like I I only ever hear granny in like granny panties. You Ooh, know? right? I don't want you talking about my grandma's underwear. So <laughs> 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 I'm not, but I like to. I, I mean, it's just what we all grew up with, right? Like yeah. Like, to me... <laughs> we all grew up wearing granny pants. We all grew up wearing... Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if your granny wore those, wore, you know, man boxers, <laughs>
2: this
1: conversation is this conversation's getting weird. Now it's getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, Hungarian. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. Did you know your grandma spoke Italian? I didn't even know my grandma used to live
0: in Italy. What? (laughs) Yep. She, I asked her after, I was like, so like, you know, my mom is really good with languages. Yeah. So it didn't shock me that my grandma speaks multiple languages. I just didn't know that Italian was one of them. Yeah. And I was like, when did you like, why do you know Italian? Uh, Turns out, like, my mom's godmother was from Italy. Yeah. And I knew that, but I just assumed my grandma, like, visited there once and, like, met her somehow. Right. But it turns out my grandma lived there for a while. Interesting. Like, before having my mom. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So,
2: yeah. That's weird.
1: Fun fun things to find out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, grandparents have, (laughs) generally have really fascinating lives. Some grandparents don't. Yeah. And that's fair. And you know what? Cool. Yeah. That's great.
0: That's it. No judgment on it. You
1: know, like, they're a person and- People are interesting as is. Yeah, but sometimes you, you get a little gem of a person.
0: Sometimes you get a little granny with you, a lot of background.
1: You get extra stories. <coughs> you get some, what you get. You get some, you know, interesting background. Well, like my Mormor was. Um... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, so like like I just it was more. just just more to us. Um, but my Mormor was uh, a spy for the Danish resistance during World War II.
0: Bro, did you just rat her out?
1: Well, she's she's long dead. She's oh, long okay. Dead for dead for very many years. So now you can tell the. Now I can tell the story. <laughs> now you can tell
0: Hitler that she was this.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When I when I go home tonight, I'll uh, <laughs> knock on on Adolf's door and go, "Hey, hey, Addie. I have Why something. Does- I, I have something I need to tell you."
0: Why does Hitler have a
1: door in your house? Because he's my roommate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man (laughs) simon and hitler living together
1: nice that would be i would you know what i would watch of that i would watch one uh uh sitcom parody of that on youtube that's like 12 minutes and it's like yeah I, I don't think I would sit through a whole episode, like maybe 10 minutes. I wouldn't want to sit through a whole episode of it. Right. But I could totally imagine someone like just creating the aesthetic of like a, what is it, like a, like a, sort of the 80s style, yeah. like family matters, like full house. Like like
0: a, like a threes company with Hitler.
1: Yeah. But it's like, it's like a student apartment and just one of the, it's like two students, two broke students living together and one of them happens to be Hitler. <laughs> right
0: they're like they're like two broke art students yeah
1: yeah exactly <laughs> and it ends with him being like man yeah the academy didn't accept me and i go oh i'm sorry bro they accepted me apparently they wanted more jews and and then he was like mm. it just added the fat. i don't <laughs> this know this is awakened something <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like no one ever addresses that it's hitler it just happens to be hitler Right? No one. It's, it's like it's, a guy who looks
0: like Hitler. It's like really
1: clearly Hitler. <laughs> and his name is Adolf Hitler. But
0: no one. Well, yeah, because he wouldn't be yet. He was, he, it's Teen no. Hitler. Yeah. It's what, Teen what,
1: Hitler. What, 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 what
2: you really want <laughs> is Teen Hitler.
1: Tom, can you write this at come? Can you write this? And I. Tom, I will be Hitler.
2: Uh, I
1: will do it. I will write you. I will write a.
0: A couple scenes of this for us to do on the podcast sometime in the near future. Oh, that would be so good. Because I've hit a bit of a creative block with my actual script, (laughs) and I need something to keep me fresh.
1: Oh, man, that would be so good. (laughs) Oh, dear. That would be really good. It'd also be really bad, but it'd be really good. Yeah, it would have
0: to be done tastefully. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I saw saw a a post the other day that was... um, It was a BuzzFeed article about time feminists had sassy responses to things on the internet. Okay. Uh, And one of them was a response to uh, a YouTube video. It was a guy who was like sort of like tall and skinny and had a really, really, really long ponytail. But you know the kind of ponytails like you can tell they don't take care of it. Right. They just kind of have it. Yeah. He was that and he had these like tiny little glasses and a Hitler stash. Um and a, a a leather vest, and the title of his video, the video was twenty four and a half minutes long, and the video was "Women Won't Date Me Because of Feminism," part one of twenty nine. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot. So he's made at least twenty nine other twenty four minute videos. That's like a season of.
0: That's like a season of television. That's a season of television. Yep. That's like a full season of friends.
1: Yeah. And the, the He could have
0: made a full season of friends
2: <laughs> instead.
1: The uh The one where they won't date me because of feminism. <laughs> the the feminist response to it was, oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That seems like a pretty like weak pull on BuzzFeed's behalf. Yeah. There's there's better there There were funnier ones in there, but that was what- that was the one that astonished me was that like anyone thought that anyone would watch twenty nine parts of a video about why women won't date him because of feminism that's wild it's that's insane like, that's like eight hours of it's crazy man <clears throat> i had um i I have, I have a friend who shared on Facebook uh this video there was like two voicemails left on this girl's phone uh by a guy. Who if I were to call him the biggest douche imaginable, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even cover it. Right. Like he he starts off by saying, like, hello, uh, this is uh I forget his name. Let's call him Brad, because that was probably his name. Chet. <laughs> hey, this is Chet. Uh we met on the street and you gave me your card, and I give you, you know, and you said you would call me, uh, and you haven't called me, so I figured I would call you and say hi. I just wanted to let you know that I'm interested uh, and very available. Uh, I'm a catch. Uh, women come up to me six or seven times a day, uh, and so for me to be interested is actually a compliment. You should really be honored that, in fact, I'm I am calling you. Uh, I will also say that if you have any uh, if you have any mental illnesses, I'm not interested. If you have uh, any kind of of depression or anxiety, I'm I'm just not interested in that anyway. Uh, give me a call. You said you would give me a call, and it's been a few days, and you haven't called me yet. So, uh, I'm just calling to check in. I'm very available. Please, um, I I am a catch. I make a lot of money. Uh, women desire me very much. And it was just like four and a half minutes of that, wow. and then four and a half minutes of the second voicemail. That was Jesus. essentially like, hey, I called you. Left you a message. You didn't call me back. This is your last chance. If you don't call me by three p.m. tomorrow, like like something absurd, like that. I it's. So I feel like this guy started in an okay
0: spot, and then like, because he says, "What? Hey, uh, you gave me your card the other day, and uh, haven't called yet. So I figured I'd give you a call, because yeah, I'm interested. And uh, super available. Great place. That's great. Start. Just end it there. Yes. I'm super available. Give me a call back. Peace. Yeah. Chat. Chet. Chet. <laughs> and then he just goes so far downhill. <laughs> he he's like yeah. a he's like a guy who went skiing. <laughs> and he started off at the top of the hill. And he's like, Yeah, I got my skis on. Got my poles. And I'm just gonna like, you know, I think I'm gonna walk down, take a <laughs> slightly easier slightly easier ski hill. Uh, and then he didn't. And he went straight downhill. He's like a, a skateboarder. Uh huh. Going up to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. to look out on the city. Mm-hmm. As skateboarders do. But then he slipped <clears throat> and just went straight downhill.
1: Mm-hmm. He is like my mattress when I moved, just went straight downhill. You really didn't move far, right? Eh? No. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to convey the image that the mattress fell off the U-Haul and just rolled down, which it didn't. My mattress was delivered to my apartment. Actually, uh, all all of the biggest items of furniture in my apartment were delivered. Nice.
0: Yeah. So mine too. Uh, uh,
1: a friend of mine actually just moved upstairs from me, and um, I it occurred to me that yeah, like I had never moved large pieces. I mean, I, I guess I moved my desk, which was pretty big. And, like, a bookshelf and a dresser.
2: Hmm.
1: But, like, I don't know how I'm going to get my bed out. I don't know. My couch. Is. I mean, my bed, I can take it apart. It's Ikea. Right. <clears throat> but my my couch is the <clears throat> thing I'm the most worried about because it is large. Hmm. But I can also take that one apart. It's not Ikea, but I can take it apart. Right. It'll work. Yeah. I'm not planning on moving from that place in a, in a while. Yeah. You
0: renewed the lease for it. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: and like I'm just really happy there. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it. been almost a year of me me living there, and uh, I'm really really happy. I really like it. Love the area, the place itself is great. Um, it's cheap. It's good. It's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. And I just got a second job, up the street. So. Right. So that's perfect. Literally, it takes me six minutes to walk there.
0: That's tight. Mm-hmm. That's less time than it takes me to walk from my bed to my office. <laughs> Your bed is one wall away from your office. It is, but you know, I got to make coffee and toast. That's true. I don't even need to make coffee for work before true. work because
1: I go to coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, are you heading out? Yeah, I got to get to to get a coffee in 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, my boss is really on me these days about being on time for coffee. Yeah. That'd be a nice boss maybe. When I mean, he hey. like, forces you to have <laughs> coffee in the morning with him. <laughs> He's like, no, no, Simon. Before you put on your apron and your hat, we're gonna sit down. We're gonna have a little coffee.
1: Mm-hmm. This this boss actually doesn't uh, doesn't require hats. He, oh, cool. he prefers aprons, but he doesn't uh, doesn't require them. It's mostly for your sake. It's mostly for my sake, and just like, cause your hands get all gritty after some after a while, and it's you know,
0: good place to do a little.
1: Exactly. It's just right there. I've actually been developing uh, a, a very real thing called barista wrist. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's barista? like barista. Ten- Barista. I'm very proud of that one. That <laughs> is a great sound. That was the sound of your wrists flapping. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, I would do that, except my wrist hurts. Yeah. So mine do too now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that, like, um, especially at this job, I'm I'm using my, my right hand mostly to do, like, coffee stuff. And it's just a lot of... Forceful, unnatural movements. Oh yeah, uh, like like the way I'm holding things and then turning them. There's just a lot of like crunching happening in my wrist, so Ooh. I have to either find the times when I can use my other hand because then it becomes um, just a more natural movement, or find another way to do it. Right. Um, like when you're when uh when you're tamping, which is when you like press really really hard on the the coffee grounds that are in the portafilter, you use a tamper right to make sure that it's like all really level and even. And those like the 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 first way you think of doing it is actually re- really bad for your wrist so you have to like lift up your elbow a lot and you kind of look a little silly but it's like it your wrist then doesn't hurt right you know so i'm working on that but my wrist hurts a lot and i it's been really, it was really quiet at work so i spent a lot of time reading about bar- barista wrist and uh, <laughs> and it like there's some people who like they're have like lasting damage on their wrists because right. they've been like doing it a lot Oh yeah, I can imagine. Care of it. Yeah. Well, but, any like any repetitive stress injury is like totally going to happen. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So I, I read about like all these all these tools and equipment that have been like designed to be ergonomic. Hmm. Like, a, what? I, so the if you picture a tamper, it's essentially like a a metal disc that is super super flat and smooth, and then there's like a wooden handle. Yes. At the top, that yeah. kind of looks like a tiny door handle. Sure. Uh, and you just press on it, and, and it's
0: the only way you can open the door to good flavor. That's exactly right. Open the
1: door to good flavor Open the door to good flavor Simon right. and Hitler <laughs> opening doors Simon and Hitler definitely
0: own a coffee shop
1: <laughs> It's called Simon and Hitler's <laughs> I, I feel I, there's gotta be a joke somewhere in there The ampersand is wearing a little armband <laughs> with a
0: smaller ampersand on or, it.
1: Or all the all the, all the the cups have like a swastika stamp on them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh my God. Two Christians making jokes about the Holocaust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, their slogan is the Reich way to make coffee.
2: Oh no. <laughs> oh,
0: it's one of those third Reich coffee shops. <laughs> I just do not see what's wrong with this joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Part of why I'm laughing is because I can't. It's because it's so terrible. Yep.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, summer oh. summer camp was the day camp that summer I worked at. The day camp, camp we worked at back in the day was the first place that got me really hooked on coffee. Just nice coming back to both of those yeah. things. Because um, we, I had to, I lived close, but we had staff meetings at like mm. 7.30 in the morning. Wow. Uh, and so I would get an iced coffee from the now closed Depener on the way there. Uh, wow. And then by the time we actually started the day, it had worn off. So I would make more coffee. Mm-hmm. I was like 15. Yeah. So I got like really hooked on coffee, really young.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I always try to keep my uh, my coffee consumption uh, um, moderate.
0: Mm.
1: <clears throat> I drink coffee every single day.
0: Yeah. How many cups do
1: you have per day? But generally two. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes four. Okay. yeah. Uh, if I have a really, really late, like if I have a very long day that's going to end really late, I feel okay going up to four. Right. Uh, I don't like crossing over to five. I, I'm I've done it. I'm sure, um, but five
0: I, is like a crazy day.
1: Five is when you're doing a lot, and yeah. then like I and and but I would only do it when I know that I can sleep in the next day. Okay, right? Because when I have a lot of coffee um, during the day, I just don't sleep as well. Right? Like it's not necessarily that I'll be awake because I can I can definitely fall asleep while having a lot of caffeine in my body. I just won't. My sleep won't be as good. Mm. Um. And that's like that's a lot of research on caffeine has shown that that when you drink a lot of coffee regularly, you just don't sleep as well. You may sleep eight hours, but your sleep isn't as good. Yeah, because caffeine has a half life of six hours. So somehow, I, I don't understand how this works. But no matter the amount of cough, of caffeine you have in your inner your system, it takes six hours for you to have half of the amount. Interesting. I don't know why. Huh. I don't. I've I've tried to figure it out, and I've talked to two scientist parents. About it, yours, mine, <laughs> and my girlfriend who studies uh psychology and biology. Uh, I thought she was studying dance, she's doing a double major okay in uh in <laughs> dance and in psychology. <laughs> and to do, to do a major in psychology, I to do a lot of like biology, a, like a wild change of <laughs> she's like, you know what? I want to be a neurobiologist, uh, which she kind of does, but I mean, she's interested in that. But right. I they tried to explain it, and I just didn't, it just didn't make sense, yeah. Like I understand Half Life when you're talking about video games, video games, and we're talking about nuclear stuff, yeah, right. Like radiation decays on its own. I get it, but I feel like your body goes through stuff at a consistent rate, which then wouldn't, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I so I just don't get it. No, me neither. If uh, if biologists out there are listening and you want to tell us, you can go to speakpipe.com. Speakpipe. Dot, dot com, com slash Upford, Upford podcast, podcast is where you can leave us voicemails, voicemails. without going on the phone. phone. That wasn't rehearsed. That was really good. Thanks. You're good at improv. You That's, should that um, is like definitely an improv thing. Doing you should consider doing improv.
0: I thought about it. Nice. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I so think go I to sleep. Like, I do like one or two in the morning. Yeah. And then
1: occasionally a third in the evening. So in the morning I will brew uh uh, like a small portion of of my coffee pot. I won't brew like a full like twelve cups or whatever. Sure, yeah. So I like I don't I think that they use a, a different. I don't think they they mean like like measuring cups when they say cups, but yeah. I could be wrong. But anyway, I it for me it means about a mug and a half. Yeah. So I, I have I have a lot of days where that's all I have in the day. Mm. It's just that mug. It's like they're big ish mugs. It's about the size of the mug in front of me right now, mm. which to all you listeners,
0: that's an eight ounce. This is this is how big that mug is. It's an eight ounce. Uh, ten, that's got to be a twelve it's, ounce. It's a ten ounce. Ten if ounce? you add milk, I usually brew an eight ounce in that. Okay,
1: because but it probably doesn't milk. go all the way to the top, right? It goes. Well, that's it. Like if you it brew, goes like three quarters, it's like
0: there. Yeah. Well, because because yeah. you never fill it to the to the
1: brim. No, I don't fill it spill. to the brim, but I fill it pretty pretty close. Right. And anyway. so you probably do like so ten, it's, 10 it's, it's, twelve. You know ounces. what? I think it's, a, it's probably about a twelve ounce cup. Right. I think the, the mugs that I use at home. That's fair so I guess I have about I have about eighteen ounces of coffee in the morning. That's not bad, and that's like usually that lasts me the day right. sometimes I'll get a coffee in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. um yesterday, I went to a concert and i I had another coffee uh, uh later in the, in the in the evening. Mm. I generally try to not have coffee past six, yeah, but uh, that day I did mm. because i was I was going to a concert because <laughs> he so needed it. Because I I needed the sweet caffeine. That sweet caffeine. Sweet caffeine.
0: Sweet (laughs) caffeine. I, yeah, I think for me, like a normal work day, I'll have a cup in the morning, like before I do anything. Yeah. And then often another cup, like three or four hours later. Yeah. Uh, And then the only time I'll do like evening coffee is if I know I have to do something in the evening and I don't have energy. Mm -hmm. I'll have one like a couple hours before the thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, on Sundays, <laughs> I will drink like four cups of coffee during the church service to keep myself going through it
1: and then <coughs> they're crush. pretty small cups though mm,
0: <clears throat> depends, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you take the big ones sometimes I take there's one big mug at the church, and you know that if I get in early enough I claim it <laughs> Uh yeah, that's yeah, and then if I go to a brunch place, I usually get like two or three refills,
2: yeah so, but th- yeah, that's, that's like
0: social coffee, right, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to just like normal day coffee. Yeah,
1: it's like it's like when I'm when I'm drinking alcohol. You know, if yeah. if I'm at home, I will have a beer. Right. I will. I, I do just don't drink more than that when I'm yeah. when I'm at home, especially when I'm on my own. That's it. When like I'm a glass
0: home. of wine.
1: Yeah, you'll have a glass of wine But when you're like social with a lot of people. You can you, you go up, you go yeah. to eight, nine, you go to ten, full you go to, bottle. You know. Yeah. Sips. I was t- I was talking about sips. Oh. Oh
0: yeah. Ten, uh, ten, ten. sips. Didn't realize I was hanging with a teetotaler here. <laughs> you guys can go to teetotaler.com and get some up for discussion brand merchandise.
1: Yep. Fantastic merchandise.
0: There's stickers now.
1: Whoa. You can get
0: a master bus sticker. Nice. An antelope sticker. Nice. Yep. To
1: stick on things. To stick. Tom, Tom, what could you stick an antelope sticker on? You could stick a sticker,
0: antelope, but an antelope sticker on your MacBook.
1: You could stick an antelope sticker on your
0: notebook. You could stick an antelope sticker on your dad. You could stick an antelope <laughs> sticker on your butt. I think you should stick one on your dad because it's Father's <laughs> Day soon, I think.
1: That's true. I don't know what I'm going to get for my dad.
0: Me neither. Yeah. I might get him a sticker, <laughs> <laughs> an antelope sticker, and just stick it to him. Really, stick it to your dad this this year for Father's Day and give him an antelope sticker.
1: This is how we like to do it at the ever discussion podcast. We just stick it to
0: our dad's guys. if you haven't stuck it in your dad recently, make sure
1: to get it Nope st- <laughs> nope that was the wrong preposition. Nope uh-uh. <laughs> We've made human centipede jokes. We've made Hitler jokes. Mm-hmm. Now we've made the, the these jokes. What's left? What what's left today, Tom? This is why we need a third person with us. We need a- We need we need a third person. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I back to day camps though. Yeah, let's talk about camp. Let's one. talk about camp. I think one of the one of the so the Patrick asked about best and worst uh experiences. Yeah, I got a worst. So, I don't know about worst. I can't currently think of worst, but I do know that for like years, uh I would spend more than half of my uh more than half my summers at this one day camp that happened to be across the street from where my mom worked. Oh no. And you know what? I'm sure it was fine. I I like I it, no, you know what it was? It was it was a fine day camp. It was you had activities in the morning and a snack and then an activity and then a lunch and then you'd go to the pool and then come back have a last activity, parents come pick you up. Except despite the fact that my mom worked right across the street, which it's the Douglas, so it's like there's two and a half parks and then the street and then <laughs> it's a really big street. It's a really big street. Um but I was always the last kid to leave man because my mom works till really late right she's a researcher so she just has a lot of stuff to do and yeah. you know it's the kind of field where if you don't do a lot of good meaningful work then you don't get funding so right. it is it is tricky but it didn't mean that like I was almost always the last kid left that sucks yep yeah it's a it's a there's I'm definitely not the only one there's a lot of, I mean I was. Uh, that camp right but at other camps there are other kids who were the last ones to leave consistently oh yeah and uh i'm sure there's some of them that are listening to this podcast and it sucks i've done that yeah it's not it's not a good feeling it's a bad experience yeah but and also it was very close to where i lived like a close-ish yeah you could walk that but i was not not as a kid no so i wasn't old enough that my mom trusted me to walk home Mm. which i see kids Walking home from elementary school all the time.
0: Toddlers just crossing the street on their mopeds.
1: Yeah. And they're...
0: Spinning fidgets.
1: <laughs> riding them because they're tiny. I don't know how you'd <laughs> ride a spinning fidget. They've got, like, just,
0: <laughs> they've got like a bunch of them under their feet.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It was frustrating because I'd be like... Especially, there was a point when I was like, I could walk home. Yeah. Mom... I could walk home and just be like, nope, you're going to wait till I come get you. And I was always the last kid. What's your worst story? Uh, I once almost drowned. Oh, <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs> that definitely beats mine. <laughs> well, maybe not, because yours sounded kind of more traumatic, and mine was just like another, <laughs> another reason not to swim. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I'm, I've never been a good swimmer. Fair. Uh, I took swimming lessons when I was like six or seven, did yeah. them well enough to like paddle you know, do a little do a little doggy style in the pool. <laughs> a little bork bork bork. <laughs> uh, a woof. But I was never good enough to really like do swimming. Yeah. Uh and this was a summer at a sleepaway camp like, mm. a few years ago. Like I was a I was on staff and uh, everyone was required to do a swim test in order to be able to do water things. Yeah. Uh and I was like mm. I told the lifeguard straight up, I was like, I'm not a good swimmer. Like I would be happy to just sit out of all water activities this week. And they were like, well, you got to do it anyway, just in case. And uh, almost drowned. Well, so it's not quite that I almost drowned. It's more that my body went into shock immediately after. Oh. (laughs) So, like, I actually completed the swim test almost. I think we needed to tread water for, like, 10 minutes at the end. And that was when my body was like, nope, after, like, two minutes. uh, Yeah. I didn't need to be pulled out. I just quit because I was in pain. That's fair. Um, And then I, like... Yeah, I had like horrible pain in all of my body for like a day or two afterward, and was like, "I'm not doing that again." Yeah,
1: so that's fair. Yeah, when I did my lifeguard training, uh, we did like some insane water treading. Yeah, it'd be like you like for your exam, you'd have to tread water for 45 minutes. Yeah, and then and then like uh, someone would hand you a chair while you were in the water. You'd have to hold the chair with one hand. on one leg or like, like hold the one leg with one hand Okay, and then pass it to the next person. But the whole time your shoulders weren't allowed to go underwater. Oh, interesting. So like it was just a lot of coordination stuff. And like, if your shoulders ever dipped under underwater, you failed that part of the exam. Wow. It was pretty intense. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, that's the thing for me. Like summer camp, I never wanted camp to be a thing where I was like being pushed past my limits. Right. Yeah. Cuz what's the point of going somewhere to enjoy yourself for the summer and feeling bad about yourself, right? Yep. So like I think any camp that like mm-hmm. has a mandatory thing that you have to participate in even if you hate that activity like is doing its campers a disservice.
1: Yeah, I get that. I I think to a certain degree, like I think that there there's an age when kids should be exposed to things that they don't like. And, you, like, you know, just to broaden their perspective and sure. broaden their experiences. But then there does come a point when you're, like, you, you are just causing a—you are just creating a bad time. That's it. You well, know, it's like, it's the, you know, if you're six
0: and you're yeah. like, I've never done that before, it scares me, you should do it. Yeah. If you're, like, 20 mm, and you yeah. know you're a weak swimmer and they're yeah. like, hey,
1: like, you gotta swim— yes i'm out that's that's yeah that's definitely i feel like it they could have done they could have said like a reasonable thing to do would have been for them to say if you don't do it you can't go in the water past this spot and that's what ended up happening and you would have said you know what
0: that's fine with me i'm fine with that yeah yeah because i don't want to go in the water because i'm a bad swimmer
1: were you allowed to go in the water at all uh, I don't think so. Like, there there must but, have been a part of the beach where you could, like, like, kneel, like knee, like, knee-deep. Oh, probably.
0: Right? Yeah. But I just didn't. Yeah. Because I, I, w- I wasn't in charge of any water activities that week. It was really just that they wanted as many staff to be able to be, like, supervising water stuff as possible. Right. And I was like, I'll just do everything else. Yep. Because, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I've, almost drowning sucks. Mm. But, you know what? I, just to get back to, like, a light note, like... I think I had overwhelmingly positive camp experiences. For like, sure. For sure. In my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as a kid, they were overwhelmingly positive. As a staff person, it was like 50-50. Yeah. But, you know, that's what mm-hmm.
1: that's all you can ask for as a staff yeah. person, right? Cuz camp is a stressful <clears throat> place to work. Definitely. So, camp, uh working at camp is when I discovered that I'm an introvert. Yep. <laughs> because the uh within like in a day the only time I'd have to myself would be when I pooped. Yeah. And that's when I started to be okay with having really long poops. Yeah. And that's when I was like, damn, I need a I need a smartphone so yeah. that I can play games on on my smartphone while I poop cuz otherwise you're just sitting. Oh yeah, who right? wants
0: to just sit and shit? No, that's one.
1: awful. Exactly. No one wants to do that. There yeah. if you're if, if you're listening right now, listeners, and you're saying, "Hey, Simon and Tom, I like to just sit and shit." Unsubscribe. Like, you you are at one listening to the wrong podcast and two you're lying. <laughs> You're a bad person. <laughs> I'm not gonna go that far. Listen, okay, Stephen. They did. They didn't <laughs> spend five minutes making jokes about Hitler owning a coffee shop.
0: Garrett, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> Garrett Miller Trent, like whose first name is Miller? <laughs> I was just. I thought you just meant it as a last name. <laughs> Who names their son Miller? Oh man, right. Right, guys? <laughs> this
0: is the note we're going on.
2: Right? <laughs> oh, dear.
1: What's the deal with naming your son
2: Miller? <laughs> <Ba-da-da-da>. <laughs> oh, man. I, there,
1: there, was, there was one time uh, at camp when we were doing the morning dip. Um, oh. I loved,
0: loved the morning dip. Look, the only kind of dip I want.
2: <laughs> I was trying to start a
0: snap, and I just fucked it up. The only, uh, kind of, nice. the only kind of dip I want in the morning is a chocolate cone.
1: Well, on this podcast, we've talked about morning dips mm-hmm. being a dip for food,
2: <gasps> Ooh, right? Yeah.
1: In the same episode that you God. like hash, like do you like TBT? <gasps> oh, right. We talked about
0: like tzatziki as like a good morning dip that you wouldn't I,
1: suspect. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but it was it was the one. I don't, because I listen to it. <laughs> then I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> Tzatziki as a morning dip that you wouldn't. Yeah, because I guess it's like yogurt and mint. Yeah, it's and really cucumber. nice. And yeah, cucumber. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's fresh. Yeah. But like, you know, we were talking about having like like maple syrup and then maybe like, like it's all like a little more. You know, it'd be like ma- maple syrup with a little bit of like Dijon seeds in it. Ooh, or man. then maybe like sort of like a bacon cream or like a cream and bacon type of thing. Cream you made out of bacon.
0: You know, when you go to a brunch place here, they'll often give you a little pot of baked beans with your breakfast. Yeah. You ever take your bread and just dip that boy in there?
1: I don't like baked beans. Ooh. But you know
0: what? Baked beans would be a good morning dip. They'd be, a, Yeah. Or, you know, I, I know you're not an egg person either. You're nope. not a breakfast person, really. I, that's
1: not true at all. I love breakfast. You're not a... I'm not an egg person. Yeah.
0: But, you know, you've seen this for sure. Yes. When you've got like an over easy egg and you kinda of like slice it down you make a little incision yeah. to let
1: the baby out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you take that bread and you dip that bad boy yeah. in there.
1: Yeah. You know what? Mm. The the world is brewing for morning dips. Yeah. And and morning dips are only available at third right coffee. <laughs> 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 Do you know where Third Reich Coffee is? Oh man. It's where? in Vancouver. It's in the trendy part of Vancouver. Do you know what it's called? It's called Gastown. <laughs> you just gotta I think that one went that one crossed the line. Maybe. I think that one crossed the line. <laughs>
0: you gotta head over to Third Reich Coffee and uh, Order the Morning Dip and just gobbles it down. <laughs>
1: Wow, <laughs> just just don't wear any uh any of of our apparel because you're gonna get stoppo by the police.
0: No! <laughs> well, you guys, thanks so much. <sighs> thanks so much for listening. <laughs>
2: well,
0: you guys, thanks so much for listening to this this episode of the Up for Discussion podcast. I
1: never said my morning dip story. Oh,
0: tell us a morning dip story. Yeah,
1: so we would get up really early in the morning. I remember and to follow the <laughs> go go and jump in the lake and there was these like wooden docks they were maybe like a foot and a half over the lake and then you jump in Mm. swim across come back not across the lake but from one end from one dock to the other and come back and there was one morning when for some reason i guess the night had been particularly foggy but there was just a, a thick layer of mist over the lake and it was such that you could not see the water oh and it was so cool that's cool because it really looked like there was just nothing it's like a dock just nothing it's a dock over just troubled water a void <laughs> a is do- it a dock over troubled water yes <laughs> i don't know what that means but you were
0: really excited you about that joke. The, the, it's a song the bridge over troubled water i see you ever heard that sam Roberts song a dock to nowhere no what about a uh, view from the dock the play by tennessee williams arthur uh, miller uh Tennessee Williams? Uh, Arthur Miller.
1: Arthur Miller wrote... A view
0: from the bridge? Is that Miller or Williams?
1: He wrote a view from something, but I can't remember. A what. view I, from the bridge. A view from the bridge. I think that, I think that's right. I think that's right. But uh, it was definitely cool to jump into... That sounds into like a cool morning water. to do a dip. Yeah. 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 So if you enjoyed listening to the Up for Discussion podcast... Uh, Why? <laughs> uh, uh, like and subscribe... Right? That's what we do on podcasts. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us good reviews if you don't like the show. Keep that to yourself. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I <coughs> can say that. You can, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, donate to us at Patreon at patreon.com slash upper discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, can you, can you hum the closing theme? It feels weird doing that. Or play it. Can you play it on the
0: Yeah. So you can donate to us
1: at slash upford discussion. You can also go to SpeakPipe at speakpipecom upford podcast. You can also go to TeePublic and buy some of our merch. It helps support us, and you get a cool t shirt and stickers to stick on your dad. Uh, and you can follow us individually. We uh, can follow us collectively on Twitter at Dan with Talking and individually at Tom Zalatni at, uh, Sci- at Know the Other Simon at Acapella Science. And I guess uh, I don't know what is. Uh, Johan is Johan Denora. At Johan Denora. And um, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, thanks for listening to the 113th episode. <laughs> this was the 113th. Big I, number. Yeah, maybe that's why it went so poorly because it's a big old 13. Mm-hmm. Tune in. Next week when we interview Hitler. (laughs) Oh boy.